Listener Production. Hey mate, so today's pep talk, it's something a bit different. I was stoked to chat to this Australian hero on my podcast. This is my favourite bit from my chat with Richard Harris. Richard is the anaesthetist cave diver who helped rescue the wild boars soccer team who are trapped in the cave in Thailand. Look, I think there's a very strong parallel between cave diving and anaesthesia, and I've thought more and more about this as life uh, goes on. And, you know, it's that kind of 1% panic, 99% boredom thing where, um, you know, modern anaesthesia is so incredibly safe that it can become very routine, but problems arise from nowhere sometimes and it can really pop out of left field, like someone has a, uh, you know, unpredicted allergic reaction or you know, suddenly there's large blood loss or something from the operation. And that's, I guess that's that 1%, again, where, you, where your training kicks in and you earn your money. Um, the rest of the time, like flying a plane, you know, it's once you've, once you've got those skills, it's pretty straightforward. And do you have any special practices or, I guess, rituals that you do to keep yourself calm and not panic-like? Yeah, I find myself starting to talk out loud and sharing what I'm thinking with the team around me if things are going badly. Now, that doesn't work too well in cave diving because... You can't talk to each other. You can't talk underwater, (laughs) which is actually a problem in caves because it's it's so complicated and miscommunication causes a lot of problems. But um, in the the operating theatre, say, you know, if I'm worried and I start to be... If I'm struggling with something, then I'll start to vocalise that. And I think that really helps... The people around go, oh, okay, we should uh, stop what we're doing, stop, you know, listening to the radio or or, uh, the surgeon should stop operating for a second, just pay attention because, um, you know, something's not right. And you you sort of say, well, this is happening. If this doesn't resolve, I'm going to need this or I'm anticipating that's going to happen. And it just allows the people around you who are helping perhaps to start to prepare for the next step, you know, if this goes stepwise downhill, what, what's he going to need or what, what should we be thinking of? And I think that helps it helps me stay calm by saying stuff out loud. Um, but it can be hard, you know, if things – the times I've been most frightened in the operating theatre are the times when I'm actually not sure why something is happening. You know, the patient's blood pressure disappears and there's no obvious explanation for it. And, of course, we have these little checklists in our mind that we're, you know – train time and time again okay this is happening these are the common five causes rule them out one by one you get to the end of your your list and you haven't solved it and you go "Mm, okay what's happening here Um, and that's the time to start sharing your worry with your friends around you Mm. and and in a cave diving instance if you're like you're unable to speak to each other and a lot of the time there's very low visibility so are you problem-solving just in your mind? Yeah. Yeah, yeah in okay. Fact, in caves, we, we talk about being part of a team, but actually you have to be completely self-sufficient as well, and especially as the visibility gets worse and worse. In fact, in, in, in very low visibility cave diving, we tend to intentionally separate and stay away from each other because, you know, if you're a bit stuck in a passageway and you have to solve that three-dimensional puzzle to post yourself through especially if you're on the way home you don't want someone up your clacker kind of yeah. <laughs> uh, pressuring you or trying to push you or you know they're sitting there wondering well what's wrong is he stuck is he 
you know, is he actually really stuck or and then they start to get stressed and so their their anxiety starts to increase. So it's much better to have a good separation, which means you are well and truly by yourself and all your problems have to be solved by yourself, which is why we have a huge amount of redundancy on it in our equipment and uh, and so forth. Gosh, that sounds terrifying. I don't think I don't think I'm cut out to be a cave diver. The idea of diving in a dark, low visibility cave and getting stuck trying to get through a squeeze or a tunnel and there's no one around me, and there's nothing I can do. That's that's my idea of terror. But hey, everyone, everyone's different. The strange um, thing is, you know, up to a point, it's actually enjoyable that kind of problem solving. <laughs> Um, as long as you, you feel like it, you can't get to the surface. You can't get through. What do you do? If you, you feel do? like it's in your uh, wheelhouse, you know, if you feel like this is still within my experience, what I'm right. what's happening here, then I find that quite an enjoyable experience. You know, you're intensely, intensely focused on what's happened, but it's a very good way to clear the mind. I'll tell you, and you, you yeah. come out feeling quite refreshed. Yeah, and probably empowered when you've made that. that when you've done that problem solving and made those good decisions and you probably don't have the bandwidth to be thinking about a fight with your partner, bills, all of that shit. You really only can just stay in the present moment. So it is, I guess it is really good for uh, for uh, that kind of mindfulness. Thanks for listening to Terea Pitt's Pep Talk. Follow to get new pep talks every day. Listener.